0: And Chapman and uh, Dylan Batances mm-hmm. At the back of that Is just shut down I hate to say it The Mets were supposed to be having this hey, Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yes Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. I no, mean, oh, oh, I was going to say I agree
1: with a lot of what Matt said I think they need to go out and get a pitcher Give up uh, Frazier if you have to To get that
2: top guy Because mm-hmm. seasons like this are Don't come all every year Very true, very true Just ask uh, Dan Marino, right? <laughs> uh, well That's a good segue. Next, uh, we're going to be going into fantasy football, uh, early round draft strategies, uh, situations that we want to avoid, maybe some that we'd like to exploit. We'll be right back on the weekend fantasy update.
0: In 2016, Scott Engel predicted an impressive second season from Melvin Gordon. Jake Seeley recommended Jordan Howard. Bobby McMahon forecasted a JGI breakthrough. George Kurtz saw a big year coming from Matt Ryan. And Joe Galena picked Rashard Matthews as one of his top sleepers. These predictions turned fantasy owners into champions, and the same crew returns this year. With more savvy calls in the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package at RotoExperts.com. Don't miss the calls that create winners. Register now and enter free radio at checkout for a special discount.
2: Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your
0: special discount.
2: Get the fantasy advice you need on your morning commute with the Roto Experts in the Morning.
0: Tyrod should not be in baseball. I mean, he should have been DFA'd like two months ago. His margin of error was very thin. You know, his velocity had continually gone down. He was, you know, doing a kind of smoke and mirrors and stuff. It's obvious to pretty much the masses that this guy is done.
2: Roto Experts in the Morning, weekdays from eight to ten a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Follow all the great programming on Twitter at FNTSY Radio and like us on Facebook. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stevie Wonder bringing us back in. (laughs) Like Stevie Wonder. yeah, yeah. Uh, Weekend Fantasy Update with Matt Modica, Mike Floria, myself. I'm Joe Galina. Chris Pavona producing our show. And uh, we're going to be switching some gears. It's uh, a Father's Day weekend. Just want to remind you that the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package came out this week. And uh, if you're uh, running out of ideas of gifts to give your dad. And if uh, he follows football, follows fa- plays fantasy football, uh, this is the weekend uh, that you could uh, get him a nice gift. And if you uh, order the Fantasy Football Exclusive Edge Roto Experts package and use promo code DAD at checkout, you get a 25% discount. So uh, great stuff. You could uh, read up on uh, Michael Florio. And what you write about, Mike? Snake and best
0: ball strategies. There you go. There you go. And Dad doesn't want socks. <laughs> no. <I'm not. laughs> How about a tie? <laughs> I like ties, yeah, but yeah, Dad yeah. doesn't <laughs> want All
2: right. So uh, we are switching gears. Uh, let's start talking about some fantasy football. Never too early to start preparing. So uh, let's talk about it. Uh, our draft strategies. Uh, maybe even maybe talk a little early rounds. Uh, Matt, you were talking that this season I think you're hitting... Uh, wide receivers earlier?
0: Yeah, I and mean for me it's you the know, fact that I play in the PPR format. Mm-hmm. I do like to be deep on it. I think maybe it's something ingrained from playing in the NFC the last few years. Mm-hmm. I've watched the very successful players do this. I know last year the running back was back in vogue and it was, the, you know, if you had David Johnson. I had David Johnson on the team where I had Sammy Watkins with my second-round pick, and I still finished first with the most points in that league. That's mm-hmm. how good David Johnson was.
2: Yeah, he's almost like a wide receiver himself. I think he made uh, had 80 receptions last season, right?
0: Yeah, but yeah. after those first couple of picks, I'm pretty much going to go. I, I think there's so many good wide receivers here, from Antonio Brown to A.J. Green, Jordy Nelson. You know Evans and uh, Odell and Julio in -hmm. in, in between that, but the one thing I have noticed this draft season is somebody in the first eight picks or so, or in the top ten at least, Mm -hmm. is jumping a running back in there at like six or seven. Mm -hmm. So the pick that I've been pretty happy with, and I think for me, is pick eight Mm -hmm. because I've had the, the the other day I had the opportunity. When somebody picked LeSean McCoy sixth overall, mm-hmm. I knew at eight I was getting either Julio or Odell, and I was mm-hmm. fine with either one. Falling wow, Odell there. fell that. Uh, yeah, that, yeah so th- that I got Odell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would not. I would. not I'd be fine with AJ Green at eight too. I mm-hmm. mean, AJ Green's problem is he needs to stay in the field as well. Mm-hmm. He's only had one season in the last three where he's played all sixteen, but when he's out there, he is pretty dominant. So,
2: are you worried at all about uh, Julio Jones and that? that recurring foot issue. I, you know I what? Mean, I am more... Because him falling that, that far makes me think that maybe some drafters are starting to get a little concerned.
0: Yeah, I, I am. But the one thing I will say about him, he does play like 14, 15 games every year. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. What do you think, Mike?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we had this discussion when we did our mock draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going pick by pick. Julio actually fell to nine because I, I ended up taking him. I guess I was the high guy on him. Frank was saying how he thinks that you know one year is going to be the year where Julio misses time. Mm-hmm. I get it. One thing I also have noticed in drafts, mm-hmm. Jordy Nelson's been climbing higher yeah, and higher, and mm-hmm. I think he should. And I, mean. I wouldn't be surprised if he is the first wide receiver after Beckham mm-hmm. and um, Evans. Right. So the fourth wide receiver off the board. Hey, I would settle one real
2: quick because it's something that that Frank and and Mike had battled about. If put a gun to your head. Uh, would you take Mike Evans or Odell Beckham Jr.? If the time came in your draft that you're looking for a wide receiver.
0: I, and I know you really can't go wrong with either one in a way, but... I'm going to go with Odell mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. just for the fact that I think he's due to have one of those truly great seasons and mm-hmm. like just go bonkers. And right. I, I know that rookie season where he played like 11, 12 games was insane. right? But I think he's going to put together a 16. My biggest concern with Odell... It's not that Brandon Marshall's there. I think that's a good thing. He, they need somebody else to take some uh, to take some pressure off. Somebody else, to at least, be another option. Right. But it's Eli Manning. Right. He's been terrible. He's been really, year. Yeah, really he bad.
2: he was bad. Yeah, the throws he, were, he was making were bad, and that's after two pretty good seasons under that West Coast offense. So it was concerning to see him take that step back. Uh, could, in my opinion, could be a bounce back candidate. Really, not somebody I'm targeting, mm-hmm. but maybe as a, a backup quarterback, you know, uh, or in a in a two quarterback league. Mike, you said you like to to the later part of yes the draft position as well, right? And
1: and the NFC that I'm currently drafting, in, uh I've made two picks. I'm pick ten, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. I agree with what Matt said pick eight is nice, but I, I feel like eight on eight through twelve mm-hmm. in your normal twelve team league. Because I feel like there's eight running backs right. and eight wide receivers that I view as like guys that I don't have to worry. I don't. They don't have question marks. And if you have one of those picks in the back, you're going to get two of those guys. For instance, I really like. I, I had pick ten. I got A.J. Green and Demarco Murray. Mm-hmm. Murray is the. 8th running back for me. That I And after him, I feel like there is a drop-off. There are question marks for all those guys. I get even Murray has some question marks. Jordan Howard has some question marks. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take in the first round, I took A.J. Green. But, I mean, I could have took Melvin Gordon or Devonta Freeman. And in the swing, I could have grabbed like a T.Y. Hilton. Right. So those are the options you have. I do like to leave the first two rounds if I have a back-end pick like that with a wide receiver and a and a running back. But I will say, to Matt's point of loading up on receivers, I took A.J. Green at 10. Mm -hmm. I was also considering Michael Thomas. The next three picks after I took A.J. Green were Gordon, Freeman, Jordan Howard. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, DeMarco Murray would be a good consolation prize. Mm -hmm. But I really hope Michael Thomas falls to me. So in that scenario, I would have taken two wide receivers. I, I do think, though, there's only a handful of teams... And it may, it may be limited to these eight running backs even mm-hmm. who three down backs, bell cow, going to get the goal line. It's so hard to come by that I do like to get one. And, and I know Corey Parson has spoke about it on uh, his show. He calls it like the bell cow theory. You get one of those running backs and then you load up on wide receivers. And I think that is going to be how I attack my drafts this year, which is why whether if I'm in the front of a draft, you know, I'm going to get one of the big
2: three. Mm-hmm. If I'm a little bit later, I'm going to get one of these, top eight running backs. So, yeah, let's talk about if you're in the front of the draft, right? Let's say even from the, the second position, you're likely to, to get uh, Le'Veon Bell. One of the top three uh, are going to be there for you, right? And maybe even an Antonio Brown. Um, but by the time you come back, right? I mean, if you're looking <laughs> to go wide receiver, at that point, who's going to be there for you? Maybe a Doug Baldwin, maybe a DeAndre Hopkins or Demarius Thomas. I mean, would you be satisfied taking taking that kind of an approach, like one of the top running backs from the number two spot and then coming back with, is Doug Baldwin, Hopkins, I, Thomas, are they good enough for you? I'm
0: all in on Doug Baldwin. Mm-hmm. I think his consistency and he is the passing game for mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he's efficient. I think he can get the touchdowns back up to 10 this year, get to, get it back up to two uh, double digits. I love Baldwin as my number two. But if I had to, if I, if I had one of the elite backs, one of the holy trinity as we like to call them, mm-hmm. usually like in the in the draft, where I was picking eighth from in the online championship. The the last three picks of the second round went Amari Cooper, Des Bryant, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. So and Des Bryant has been around that back end of the second, right? For so a lot. So I mean, if I started out Le'Veon Bell and Des Bryant as team two did in, in the draft I was in. I'd be happy, or even Le'Veon Bell and Mari Cooper, but I, I would be banging wide receivers out. Right now, let's say if you if you took a chance and
2: out of that second spot, maybe you took an Antonio Brown, and maybe you wanted to come back with a running back. I mean, do you like a? Are you into so girlies? This is what and, I was Miller. I was
1: going to say if, if you if you have a pick in the middle of that round, the first mm-hmm. round where you get a Brown, a Julio, a Beckham, and Evans. Mm-hmm. But those running backs probably aren't going to fall. If one of those top eight running backs slides to you, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. But right. there's only about four or five left. If you want to trust them, yes. they're probably not going to make it back to you if you're at pick like four or five. Mm-hmm. That's where you have to take like if you want a running back there, you have to take a Gurley or a Fournette mm-hmm.
2: and. Well, well, Maybe even a Miller. Now, I know you guys were talking about him on the Roto-Experts yesterday. Uh, I know Corey doesn't like him. You mm-hmm. were defending him a little bit.
0: Yeah, I like mm-hmm. him later on. I, I I don't want to take him hot, like in the we, second round okay, or the so that's third. I would field? not take okay. him in the second round. Yeah, I think the only other running backs outside of
1: after Jamarco Murray that you could really consider in the second round, mm-hmm. Jay Ajayi, who I'm not crazy on because I think he's going to I get it he has the opportunity, but – a bulk of his yardage came in three games last year. Like yeah. like not just a bulk, like almost half. Right. And then there's Look. Leonard Fournette who could be the three down back in right. Jacksonville. And then there's Todd Gurley who I mean I said it on his mic lying yesterday, hmm. had fifteen or more touches in every game but one where he had thirteen. He had over twenty touches in a lot of game. He saw all the goal line duties. Mm-hmm. New offense there. I, I know I, I mean I was a huge Todd Gurley fan last year. I'm gonna talk myself into taking Todd Gurley round two this year. <laughs>
2: So you're going to be a girly man this year.
1: If I could get like a Julio and a girly, Mm -hmm. or not uh, like an Evans and a girly, Mm -hmm. it's
2: not not a bad start. All right. Well, when we come back, more football talk. Uh, We'll continue to talk strategy and situations we want to avoid, maybe even some that we'll exploit in drafts this season. We'll be right back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Draft World Fantasy Sports brings the games to you with real cash
0: prizes. Kick off your season, choose your league, draft your players, or let Draft World's quick pick wizard get you started. Then turn your knowledge into cash. Draft World offers low commissions on all fantasy sports. Cash prizes are paid as each league
2: ends automatically. And every day, a new Draft World season starts. It's the world's way to play fantasy sports. DraftWorld.com.
0: Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to steinersports.com and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to steinersports.com.